Hello and welcome to another episode of Extraordinary Interviews with Ordinary People. I'm your host, Nathan Andrews. Sorry this episode is late. Due to a change in my work schedule going forward, new episodes will premiere every Sunday. On today's episode, I interview my co-worker, Leo. The story you are about to hear is true, only the names have been changed to protect the innocent. A warning to viewers, today's episode contains a discussion on sexuality. We will get right to the interview after a message from our sponsors. Today's episode brought to you by Gaydar, your leader in gay detection since 1969. Today's episode also brought to you by AppleBottomJeans.com. Use promo code GRINDER and get the boots with the fur free on your first purchase. Again, that's AppleBottomJeans.com. This is Leo, my coworker. Leo, how old are you? What is I'm your year of birth? 21 years of age. I was born in the greatest year to exist, 1999. I won't argue with that. I do love the 90s. <laughs> Everyone knows the 90s didn't end until like 2004. This so, is yeah, true. This is true. So that's crazy. 20, when, it, when, when did you turn 21? Uh, end of September on the 27th. Any crazy parties, or did you already drink before that? Oh, uh, please, I drank plenty of times before that. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm an angel. Sometimes I wonder, though, I feel like it's better to have a 21st birthday if you save it, kind of. Don't get drunk all the time. Kind of takes I, the magic away from the 21st birthday if you're already an alcoholic. You know? I, I wouldn't say that I drink all the time. <laughs> I, I did drink on occasion. I would... Uh, because my dad was as well. I, I'm not gonna say was. He is an alcoholic, and uh, and I, I I would sneak his vodka. But that was I that that's all I would drink was just vodka. Ugh. I would hardly mix it. I would just drink it straight. That's awesome. That's and I would just important. get totally hammered. You have a uh, mom and dad still in your life? Oh yeah, parents still together. What about li- brothers and sisters? With them. I have. Uh, I actually have three. Three siblings, three half siblings. Oh, half siblings. I had to think about that for a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, one of them I haven't met. Uh, he's, I think, in his late 30s, early 40s. Okay. Dad had him when he was very young. I've got something to tell you. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm I want to tell you something, Leo. This is all a big ruse to get you over here. Surprise! Your brother. No, he, he lives out awesome. in Maryland, which I was going to go see him. Not too long ago, because I, whole other story, I was seeing this Marine for like a month. I, I was going to actually move with him to Maryland. Yeah, we'll get into your fun dating life in a minute. Oh. But, uh, so, growing up, why, why step siblings? You got a stepdad or stepmom? No, so they all came from my, uh, so, they were all my dad's children. Okay. Uh, like I said, he started when he was very young. I want to say he had his first kid when he was 16. Okay. And that's the one that I have yet to meet. And then it goes my sister, my brother, and then me. And and the brother that's just above me is about a 10-year age gap by itself. Wow. Dad just won't stop making kids, huh? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Te- I technically, kids. I was only half planned. Uh-huh. My mom wanted to have a kid, and he didn't. Oh, okay. And she went off the pill without telling him. Oh, Okay. I was going to say slip one past the goalie, but I guess you just got rid of the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a better way to look at it. So what what uh, was it like growing up? I honestly, I think I had a pretty good childhood. I was pretty, um, I was pretty adventurous, I would say. And I was usually, uh, I don't want to say on my own, but mm-hmm. I had very minimal supervision. Are your parents very religious or? No, no, not at all. Secular people? Gross. Yeah, no, they, they're not religious whatsoever. <laughs> uh, they, they did put me... 
Where are they from? So my mom is actually from uh, Huntington Beach here in California. Oh, okay. And then my dad as well, but he moved around in between his mom and his dad's uh, houses, and his dad lived also somewhere out in Maryland, I want to say. Okay. That's cool. So what would you say was like your earliest, uh, I don't like to say earliest memory, but maybe like a big event, something you remember from your early childhood? So something that I always say is my, uh, one of my very first memories, uh, and as I've told you already, I'm a very spiritual person. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember kind of seeing, like, a ghost of some kind in my room. Okay. In in a rocking chair of mine. And I remember it so vividly. It was, like, a knight in, like, white armor with, like, a sword or a lance or something at his side. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting on my uh, my chair. And my I was, like, screaming. I was yelling. And my parents came in. And as soon as they came in and, t- and turned on the lights, all of my toys that I had uh, on there just fell off oh, and yeah. I and for like the longest time I just thought like oh this is I was just seeing my toys for whatever reason in the shape of a knight uh-huh. how old were you then you think oh I couldn't have been more than three or four that's crazy a uh, couple brothers and sisters good family where did you go to like middle school I went to middle school in Huntington I went to a school it's uh I think they're tearing it down as of this moment. It was called uh, Marine View Middle. Okay, I went to Springview. Oh, you went to Springview? Okay. My... But only for like the last half of eighth grade when, when we moved back here from Arizona. Okay, got it. Yeah, my, my close friend, who's also like a brother to me, we've been friends for 15, 16 years. That's cool. Yeah, uh, he went there. friends are the way to go. Where did you go to high school? Same Huntington Beach High School? Huntington Beach High School, yeah. Okay, I went to Marina. Heroin High. Marina was gross. Places like a old war zone it really is there well let, let's be honest if you really drive around some of the schools and uh-huh. like see them now they all look like prisons <laughs> right. they all look like prisons even my, have a moat around it oh know. well even my elementary school that i went to they're putting up like giant fences and gates around it i'm like what are they gonna put next like a freaking guard tower with, <laughs> yeah, like, probably... with, with a sniper rifle just aiming down at the kids like yeah you better run make my day <laughs> <laughs> we got a runner so, um, what was high school like? Were you kind of a popular kid or druggy or what were you doing um, in high school? I was very mixed. mixed. I got I got into smoking weed. Um, I was pretty infamous to most people. I was popular with others. <laughs> infamous because of your weed use? No, I, so it was it's a whole thing. So well, when I was Why were you infamous in high school. <laughs> uh, so when I was a freshman, uh-huh. that's when I decided to actually come out as being gay. Okay. Uh, to to just to my peers, just to my friends. I wasn't coming out to my family yet, and okay. I had uh, and I had actually posted it to Instagram because I had no family on there. Okay. And uh, come to find out that one of my close friends, who I also saw as like a brother at the time, we've been friends for over ten years. Mm-hmm. And he just wasn't accepting of it. He basically kicked me out of the friend group because he was like the head honcho. Whatever he said when it was just a bunch of sheep that followed him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's kind of where my the infamy kind of started. Uh, they spread a bunch of nasty rumors saying that I had sexually assaulted someone. And yeah, it was it was a whole thing. The police got involved. They actually outed me to my family. Ouch. Yeah, they actually outed me to my parents. Pause for a quick second. 
posted to Instagram. What is a post like that like? It was uh, it was very emotional. At least to me, it was. I it took me a while to kind of write down what I was feeling at the time. Kind of like I, stared at the phone for a while before you oh, submitted it. Oh, I easily for like over like hours. I I sent it to a couple of people that I had already told, mm-hmm. uh, like my very close friend. That's like a brother to me. Uh, his name's Eric. I sent it to him. I sent it to a close friend that He's I'm not... that friend of 15 years? Yeah. Still friends? Oh, yeah. Still very close. I was actually just with him yesterday. Oh, that's nice. Anything uh, romantic ever come of Eric? Uh, no, as much as I still try and... Uh, I have tried? Oh, I, I still, like, make passes. <laughs> I still make passes at him all the time. But it's it's always in good fun. It's always in good fun. And who was the guy that's kicked you out of the friend group? Uh, we're, we'll call him Jackson. Okay. We'll call him Jackson. Jackson, no problem. Uh, so, Jackson... Kind of throws you to the the rumors and the bullshit, and kind of takes some friends away, maybe. And and how how did that? How did you react to that? That must have been kind of tough. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, it sucked. Yeah. It uh it really put me down in a dark place, but I was also very thankful because at the time, I had also joined the uh, the high school's color guard team. Okay. And I had kind of already established myself there a little. Like, I had met some of the girls. I talked with them here and there, but I never Did a made... couple backflips, <laughs> standing handstands, something. Uh, but I never really, like, made close relations with most of them until after um, I basically got kicked out of that friend group. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, looking back at it, I would have had it no other way. I was actually very happy. For the better to get out of that particular group. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, at the time, I mean, <laughs> I feel like at the time you probably want to be like, rise above it, you know, who, they don't like that you're gay, fuck them, but it's still got to kind of hurt. Just oh, well, no, de- at the time, I'm a freaking hormonal teen. Right. You're so all I, all I want to do is wallow in my pity right. and, then, you know, <laughs> right. That's feel crazy. bad for me. I wonder what the percentage of people that have good coming out stories. I talked, I interviewed Alfredo and his coming out story was horrible, too. I was like, man. Rough. It's I called rough it. Out there. I called it. He he never openly admitted it to me, but I kind of figured. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that he was gay or that he had a rough coming out story? <laughs> both. Okay, both. Both. I knew he was queer, at least yeah. bisexual, but he, no, he never, at least over at work, he never openly God, admitted I'm it. I'm not outing anybody. <laughs> and, oh, you outed him, you asshole. <laughs> you totally did. You kind of start almost a new chapter with the color guard and stuff. And then, oh, definitely. And then everything kind of got a little better in high school. What? Yeah, it did. Did those uh, bad rumors just fade away? Or did you have Wh- to within, them? within time, yes, they did really just kind of fade away. Mm. Because, you know, uh, through the color guard, I was able to kind of express myself more. Um, and in and, and more ways than one, yeah. Like, th- through the technique and the dancing that we did, but also just as, like, a person, I felt like I could be myself, and that just kind of opened myself up to be, again, open to other people with how I truly act. Because when I was in the closet, I was just super closed off. I was angry all the time. I would curse people out for no reason. I, would, I was just an overall dick. Wow. Like, I'll admit that I was a terrible person. Right. And well, he, I mean, you're struggling. I mean, that what... When do you, when do you think you knew? I, it's a, it's a hard question for me because I'm heterosexual. Obviously, look at the sleeveless shirt. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but um, turn me on with those shoulders there, Nathan. <laughs> Sorry, there's, there's a blindingly white. <laughs> uh, but uh, like I don't, I don't have a pinpoint when I started thinking about women. I guess I guess mm-hmm. I do, but like or heterosexuality. 
So, like, when did you start thinking it, or was it a weird feeling, or so I, was it it's, just natural it, to you? It's funny, because I always kind of look back, even when I was younger, as young as, like, an elementary school, uh-huh. and I would see, like, certain uh, boys in my grade that I thought were, like, I don't want to say attractive, but I always right. thought, like, like, the, like, they're the popular kind of guys, and they're going to do well in life. They're going to have a very loving partner. Yeah. And then as I got older, I went in through middle school. I'm like, you know, I think I'm kind of feeling something here. Yeah. Well, I think that's the best way to think about it, too, is just take the sexuality out of it. Right. Like, who were you drawn towards? Not, oh, I want to bone that guy. Exactly. You're young. So I always think of it like I think that makes a lot more sense. And since it's so accepted and so commonplace, I feel like heterosexual people don't really experience that moment because it's... So I hate using the word like normal and natural because I know people don't like that, but you get what I'm saying, right? It's, it's, just like, it's very mainstream. You don't notice it. It's crazy. Right. And then you hear stories about gays coming out and it's just like, man, that's crazy. It's like so tough. It's, it sucks. I, I wish it wasn't like that. I wish people could just be themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I think we're getting towards that though. So to go back to that, so the cops got involved and how did you do your parents? How did yes, that go? Let's they that did. <laughs> it, it wasn't even that much long after the rumors had started. Like uh, they, I don't even know to the degree in which they spread. All I know is that eventually teachers or like administration had heard about it. Uh-huh. And at the time I was also seeing the school psychologist. So okay. of course she heard about it. Right. So her and I had talked for a while and they had even said like listen there are officers that are here that want to talk to you mm-hmm. and that was due to the sexual assault rumor yes okay and and to kind of backpedal a little bit there had been a one incident prior where i was uh when i was in color guard or i i was going to go to practice i think and i had my my rifle i had my wooden color guard rifle which you know we spin throw yeah. it in the air catch it whatever yeah i've seen you guys twirling those things around and uh, I guess some, you know, some Karen mm-hmm. thought, like, that I had a real gun and reported me to the police. And it was a whole thing. And my parents found out about it. They're like, the next time that if anything involves my child and the police, we want to be the first to know about it. Right. So going back, you know, they were like, listen, the police are kind of notified here mm-hmm. about these things. We take them very seriously. Which and, is fair, I guess. And, and I, you know, and I totally agree with it. You know, it's yeah. a very serious, like, allegation there, like... Right. It's not fair to the person who threw it around, but it is fair how the adults reacted, I'm sure. I mean, exactly. They're just trying to prevent whatever, or e- figure out what happened. E- exactly. Mm-hmm. So, with that, of course, my parents were notified. Uh-huh. And they're, you know, they they were on my side. They're like, you know, like, our son's not gay. Like, why would he do this, this and that? And they showed the post to my uh, parents and they're like well we beg to differ he made this he made this post yeah. you know x amount of days ago wow that's crazy that's kind of funny too like the whole like he's not gay he wouldn't do that <laughs> you're just in the corner like oh jesus uh, christ here we go like, man that's an emotional roller coaster because i i mean i've been to the principal's office i've been in trouble with the police at school I've got those crazy stories, too, but that extra layer of it, like, ah, fuck, they're going to figure out, like... Right. Did you... Did I mean, they're not religious, so there's that, that angle's not there, but did you worry they were going to react badly? Were they, like, anti-gay at all? They or? definitely were not, whatsoever. Even my father, at one point, thought that my older brother, uh, Russell, was gay at one point, and he's <laughs> like, I wouldn't care if Russell came out to be gay. 
And and I had heard that prior to me coming out. I'm like, okay, that's great. But there's still that dread in you that's just like, I I I want to make this about me at some point where I want to you know come out on my own terms, which I was not able to do. Right. That's crazy. Now, are you really mad about that though? Sometimes I wonder, especially as you get older, is that just like, eh, it happened? Like, really, it's I'm. It's not gonna like like it doesn't like ruin or it doesn't ruin your gay card or anything like you're still it, it, it really doesn't and honestly i'm not that upset about it i that was just me wondering because i feel like it's like something you should probably let go pretty quickly oh it's like, definitely it's like, gotta come out eventually right oh yeah like definitely i was pissed for a minute at maybe. the time yeah at, at the time yes right. i was upset but kind of took that from you that that thing you had yeah but you know at the time our main focus, even our par- even my parents, he they weren't even focused on the fact I was gay. We were all focused on like there these are some serious rumors going around. We need to fix oh, whatever's that's kind happening. of a funny angle. It's almost like yeah, you're gay. Okay, let's get back to this big thing that we're talking about. Right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And honestly, it's I I really I liked that the way that my parents really handled it uh-huh. because it wasn't such a big thing me coming out, and that's kind of actually looking back how I wanted it to be. I right. didn't want it to be a big thing. Right. You don't want to throw a parade. <laughs> I know you guys love your parades. Oh, we do. <laughs> we do. Oh, that's interesting. So it's like. It's a, it's a coming out story, but I think it could could have been worse. But I, I feel like it's something that you maybe held on to for a while, and then you didn't get to do it, kind of a thing. Like, you're planning on it. It's yours. It's yours to do. It's yours mm-hmm. to come out. And it just kind of ripped away from you. I think that's got to suck at the time. Yeah, but like kind of like I said, it was really more the focus of, let's fix these rumors that are going around, clear my name of the bullshit, and we'll worry about me coming out later. And did that get cleared up well? Did, was it just a, a matter of making the person take back the accusation, or did you um, have to prove? Or? Uh, so, uh, the allegations themselves, they claimed that it was over text. Okay. Like, just harassing over text? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. And they had no receipts for it, they had no proof. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here's my phone. Yeah, you check Take it. it. That's fun. Yeah, that's so they just kind of fizzled out, maybe. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And I didn't speak to them, you know, for about a good year or two, probably up until the friends or yeah, just that whole group. Right. I didn't speak with for a good two years. I think it was my junior year. Mm-hmm. One of them reached out to me at some point, and I I'm not gonna lie, I hardly gave them the light of day. Yeah. I did not want to speak to them. Yeah, they'll leave it in the past sort of thing. Like, why rehash it? Yeah, and e- and even sometime later, uh, when I started college, one of them actually, I uh, I was with at a party, and they kind of brought me to the side and was like, listen, I want to apologize for not speaking up. Well, good for him. That's, for yeah. that's, that's cool. Oh, yeah, and, and the funniest part was, was the fact that even after, like, they disowned me, in a sense, Jackson's two or three other best friends later on both turned out to be gay. <laughs> like, I'm not even making so this up. Funny. They both turned out to be gay. Well, this guy just attracts the gays, I guess. I, yeah, for real. That's hilarious. It's almost like, ha, gotcha. We're gotcha. everywhere. You <laughs> <laughs> can't get away from us. So you say you're spiritual, but you're not religious? No. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a spiritual individual, I, but I don't follow a religion. Well, I love 
religion talk, so we can get into that a little bit, because <laughs> that stuff just interests the hell out of me. Okay. So I see myself as, like, a practicing agnostic Christian, mm-hmm. which I think goes pretty well together. But why why, why no religion? Why, why? Um, I'm just not a firm believer in just, like, a structural religion. I'm always open to things changing. Mm. Um, and I, I just kind of feel like I shouldn't have to look up to something that I may not even believe in. Yeah. It's hard when you're not sure if it's even there. Yeah. Right. Cause yeah, I mean, I'm not like this huge, like everything in the Bible happened. The earth's only been around for 2000 years or all, what all, whatever that stuff. But people that don't think there are a higher power, there is a higher power really boggles my mind or the people that think this is all like a big chemical accident for nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't get how people are cool with that or okay, or even think that. That's just so (laughs) wild to me that people can think that. But do you ever, are you against religion because of their whole treatment of gays or? I wouldn't say I'm against religion. I'm very much, um, I'm a firm believer in, you know, you believe whatever it is you want to believe. What, you know, who am I to change that? I, I'm not the kind of person that's going to be like, have you heard the good word? <laughs> right. I'm not that kind of person. I, I will openly talk about my spiritual beliefs, but I'll never try and, like, convert you. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. I don't, I don't have any interest in converting people. I guess Jesus said I'm supposed to, but I'm kind of lazy, so <laughs> probably won't convert many people. But, yeah, so... Um, your parents weren't religious at all, so is, is that why you think you didn't get religion? Think I think so. Different? Even though they did, they did when I was uh, when I was younger. They put me in a like preschool uh, that was uh, I think it was Catholic oh, okay. or it was a uh, Lutheran. It was Lutheran. Lutherans, all right. Deep pull, deep pull with the Lutherans. Yeah, well, it, it was the only like sc- like school like preschool close by um, slash daycare. So they're like, whatever, he's going there. That's crazy. So uh, you said you went to college too? Yeah, I went to college for about two and a half years. Oh, so you didn't finish, huh? I did not. Since Corona hit, I I couldn't oh, handle... Oh, that's right. You're so young. I, you say I went to college for two years, and I'm thinking it was like 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I forget your age. You're so young. It's crazy. But yeah, so... What were you going to college for? Uh, I was a sign language interpreting major. Oh, that's right. I've seen you singing sign language. Oh, yeah. You've probably seen me doing that in Central. I'm surprised <laughs> you haven't yelled at me for it before. Like, no signing in Central. <laughs> <laughs> well, at first I was like, God, he's a really bad dancer. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, now he's doing something with his hands. <laughs> uh, you're still going to pursue that? That's like a cool job, right? You could get a lot of, you could do a lot of stuff like that, right? You could be like a interpreter for the courts or oh yeah courts hospitals i one it's a cushy job yeah things that i've been wanting to like uh invest time in is probably like schools Mm -hmm. interpreting for schools Mm -hmm. uh but you know ever since you know covid hit i had to go into the online learning and i i couldn't i couldn't just i couldn't do it learning (laughs) sign language through a computer is so difficult. I just got this picture of you, like, holding your hands up to the camera. Can you that, see? That's Can you so, see what I'm doing? That's Sometimes that's how it is, but other times, because there's signs that are, like, you know, all over your body. Right. You know, at least from, like, as low as your waist. Right, so it's like you need a full-length mirror. Right. effect to be able to see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, trying to, like, move my camera <laughs> a, a certain way. 
<laughs> well, I'm trying to interpret the way that this deaf guy like made a freaking mirror. What the sign language? It's pretty interesting stuff. Now I've heard that sign language is kind of its own language. You're not necessarily speaking English. It it by is signing. Right? It, it is its own language. It has its own rules to it, its own grammatical structure. Right. And, and what makes it a language as well is it has its own culture. Mm-hmm. Just like leading a life trying to become entangled in the smallest cultures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay. I'm sign language gay. <laughs> Love Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> oh, like... hell no. <laughs> hell no. I will not end up like my father. <laughs> <laughs> Hawaiian shirts for Leo. Oh, God. Actually, and one of my close friends who is deaf and trans was on... I don't know if you know what Grinder is. I'm aware of Grindr. <laughs> yes. He's actually... Is that that burger place over by the Costco? Oh, <laughs> uh, God. I love Grinders. No, I love that place I lo- sucks. Go I to, uh, love the buns. Buns. Bun- buns is good, but grinders is more convenient for me. Because when I'm because when I'm fucked up at that bar, I don't want to go all the way past the train tracks. <laughs> that whole two minute walk. Up. Yeah, you know, I I don't want to go walk all I'll that. Sober you up a bit for the hammer. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I tried grinders once and I just did not like it. And then I had buns and I was like, oh, this is so much better. But yeah, to each his own, I guess. <laughs> so you're deaf. Trans yes. So, uh, so, so he uh, actually did like a whole commercial for Grinder. Uh-huh. Him and like uh, two other trans men, and they were like they they used Grinder a couple of times, and they like they were brought on to this set, and they were they had like the two hearing uh, trans guys, and they were like telling their stories. There's my deaf trans friend. He's telling his story, and he even got like his own little thing. Like you know what what is it like to be deaf? and on grinder mm-hmm. and he goes through like this whole thing like you know it it's honestly it's quite entertaining mm-hmm. to s- just see all of the bullshit that people try and throw at me yeah because they it, my favorite part was uh when he mentioned something about how they use uh emojis like the the handshape emojis mm-hmm. to communicate with him because they because they think for whatever reason that's sign language <laughs> just putting up some beat signs and oh yeah that's pretty funny. it's the funniest shit ever but college, what was that, like a community college, or did you go to, like, a... Oh, yeah, I went to a community college, Golden West. Aw, so no fun college stories. Oh, no, I have plenty of fun college stories. <laughs> God, where to start? Um, oh, let's start off, uh, with the time I was being stalked, actually. I was being stalked by this guy from Grinder because when I was in college, uh, before I met my partner, I was, I was a total slut. I was, I, I at least had one hookup for every day of the week and then some. And is that... Typical in the gay community because I feel like it sort of is. Um, honestly, I'm, I'll, I'll say it's pretty common. Yeah. Amongst most gay men, uh, to kind of go through like this this phase of kind of sleeping around. Do you think it stems from not being able to be yourself for it, like the first part of your life? It definitely does, and there's a very common thing where it's uh you know we pretend to be. Uh, what society kind of wants us to be uh-huh. or how you know we won't unintentionally out ourselves uh-huh. so we put on like this facade uh-huh. and you know we we keep it going for so long that you know we don't ever get to have that gratification of being comfortable in our own skin and being intimate with the people that we find attractive yeah yeah that's crazy it's like you don't get to kiss the little girl on the playground the first time. I don't know. It's like, I wonder if that kind of stuff just pents up and pents up and 
by the time you come out and then I feel like a lot of guys come out right as their sexuality is speaking too mm-hmm. so it's just like a wave of like oh I want to do this now because I can you know? right like, I, I, <laughs> I, I feel like I, I came out pretty early and I'm kind of grateful for it I, I still kind of found myself you know having having desires but for the most part I was more focused on just I'm not even going to say school because I, I flunked out of school <laughs> indefinitely I had to go to a continuation school yeah, me uh, too. Yeah. But I was mostly just focused on making friends and color guard, basically. It wasn't until my senior year when I'm like, all right, I got to buckle down because I got to graduate. So, never a woman? Never I a thought the attractive woman in so, your life? So, funny you? enough, I did actually lose my virginity to a woman. Okay. Yeah, I was in... He's like, but I made sure it was still in the butt. So <laughs> still counts. I don't remember if I'm being... I, 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 was, this? I, I, I was blackout drunk, and it was in an alley. <laughs> Keep in mind, I was also in the eighth grade. <laughs> okay, eighth grade. Hold on, let me, let me get this uh, jotted down. Eighth grade, blackout drunk. In an alley. In an alley. You, you, you paint quite the picture, Leah. Who is <laughs> this lovely woman? She's like, <laughs> someday this lady's going to be listening to this. Like, oh, fucking Leah. Jeez, you put me out. Don't say my name. Don't say my name. Yeah, that's fine. So you're, okay, we'll, so what happened then? We'll call her, uh, okay, we'll, we'll call her unique because she was indeed quite unique. Okay, okay. Um, and we were at, we were at a kickback. Uh, his, uh, a close friend of ours, uh, we'll call him Tony, he had the whole house to himself. His family was, like, you know, full of alcoholics, and his parents were in Vegas. Uh-huh. So we were having a kickback, we were drinking, we were smoking, and she wanted to go home. So I said, okay, I'll walk you home. And she was only right around the corner from where Tony lived. Uh-huh. So I'm walking her home, and there's a, there's a gas station uh, right... Right next to that gas station. Yeah, right next to that gas station where <laughs> where that alley was. Yeah. You know. And we, I, I want to say we even were walking and we were still drinking. We had like one of those like little shot things mm-hmm. of like tequila. And we were kind of just sipping on that. And all I kind of remember was waking up not wearing pants mm. next to a dumpster. And I kind of sounds like you were raped, Leo. <laughs> well, well, and and I and I even asked. I was like, so like, did something happen? And she said, "Listen, we're not going to talk about it, but we're safe. Mm. I'm on the pill. Nothing. Something might have happened, but I mean, she, I mean, she might not remember either. Yeah, we." We we left it at that for a while, really. We did not pursue it for much longer until later on in our lives. And I and I and I had asked, like, did we have sex? <laughs> and she goes, honestly, I we did. Yeah. I was like, fucking a. <laughs> Fucking A is right. Fucking A. Well, so like, because for a while when I was in high school, I thought I was going to lose my virginity to a man because I had sex with a guy when I was a sophomore. Mm. And... It wasn't until almost senior year, I think, I had talked to her, and she had kind of validated that for me. Okay, so you, like, thought you were still a virgin? Yeah, pretty much. I thought I was still a virgin for those, like, two years. (laughs) She's like, 
No. It's like, I... No, you're not. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Did I not get it up? Did I not do good? <laughs> did I miss? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. And then, um, but what did that stem from? Like, you were attracted to her, you think? or I, de- I know I had a crush on her. Uh-huh. At, uh, when I was in middle school, I definitely did. I, I asked her out many times, both, all, all the times I got rejected. Was she, like, smoking hot or something? She, yeah, she had a good rack, a good face. Uh-huh. That's crazy, though. I, I wonder if, like, almost at that age, it kind of doesn't matter. I mean, I don't know. It's like, if it were more accepted in society, would I have, like, maybe made out with a guy in freshman year or something? Like, I don't know. It's possible. Like, I wonder if that age, it doesn't really matter, the gender. Because you just kind of want to experiment at that age. Right. Yeah, which is kind of funny. But, yeah, all throughout my hoeing phases in college, that was a whole experience in of itself. I want to say at first... It, say hoeing phases? Yeah, I, I like I said, I went through a whole phase of just, like, you know, sleeping around. Yeah, sometimes I'm kind of jealous of that, because I did not do that at all. <laughs> I, <laughs> and now I'm married, so <laughs> the, the ride's over. I, I'm kind of glad I did, because I really got it out of my system. Yeah. But I think when it, it first started, it was... Uh, I want to say the end of my senior year of high school, uh-huh. actually. I went to uh, Catalina Islands for my 18th birthday. Okay. And, you know, I'm I'm 18, I'm horny, I have grinder. I'm like, this is a small-ass island. Let's see if I can, you know, catch something over here. Right. <laughs> and, and I'm not even there an hour. We've already, you know, checked into the hotel, my family and I. And I'm like, I'm just going to go, you know, look around the hotel, see what it has to offer, you know, check the pool out, the gym, whatever. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I wind up going to go hook up with this guy who works in the hotel and also lives there. So I go, I hook up with him. We, we go our separate ways. You know, nothing comes of it. Uh, later that night, after my parents and I, we go into town and we go have dinner. Uh, they decided, like, oh, hey, we're going to stay down here. We're going to drink, uh, maybe go walk around. And at the time, I was I was super tired. I had been up very early in the morning. So I just said, you know, I'm going to go uh, back to the hotel. I go back to the hotel. I get another ping on Grinder, <laughs> and, and it's another guy that works at the hotel. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. We hook up, go our separate ways. And I get another message later on from the same guy. And he's like, hey, do you want to just, like, kick it? Like, I have some weed. I have some booze. Uh-huh. So I, sir, I said, yeah, why not? And he's like, I'm going to invite a friend over. Like, you know, it's not sexual at all. Like, just come by. Uh-huh. said, yeah, sure. And the guy that he apparently invited was the same guy that I slept with earlier <laughs> that day. Not only did I sleep with him, come to find out they were engaged. <laughs> To each other. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. You found the two, the happy gay couple They the uh, island. Come to find out, they weren't happy at all. They were well, not obviously happy. Obviously not that obviously, happy. Obviously not that happy. They were fucking... <laughs> Although, I don't know. I mean, some, some couples are into that sort of thing. You I, teach their own, I guess. Right, right. That's funny. And I thought, and I thought that might have been the case at one point. Is that, that's gotta be like a sitcom moment, right? You like walk in the room and they're both there and you're like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like, what was that <laughs> like? Dun, dun, dun. What was that first, uh, but did you clear the air? You guys ended up hanging out, having a nice time? Or? I didn't bring it up. 
I, oh, okay. I chose not to bring it All up. All three were staying silent about it? Yeah, yeah, pretty fucking much. That's intense. Apparently, apparently the guy, uh, I'm, I'll call him Randy, uh, that invited me uh, and his partner, we'll call him Vince. Uh, You're so good at coming up with fake names. Oh, wait. He's like, actually, I'm just saying all the real names. So <laughs> or am I? Some, some of these names are the real names. You'll never know. Right? So That's the trick. So, so Randy and Vince are there. So yeah, Randy and Vince are there, and Randy just was like, "Oh, you know, I found him. I found Leo on Grinder. You know, uh, and, and he just was like, it's very platonic. Mm. He, that's just kind of how we opened it up. It's very platonic mm. uh, between me and him, right? Not between him. He was and playing both angles. He's like, he was. He's like, hey, I'm bringing this guy over, but it's it's not. We're not sexual. But and then he's like, oh, hey, this is Leo. We're not sexual. It's, like, it's like you got to be sexual with one of us. Did you think something was going to come of it? Pretty no. Interesting. Three, I, three I, men and a baby or something. I don't know <laughs> what they call it. What they call it in those circles. But oh my god. But no, he. I I didn't feel pressured at all. Like we we were having a good time. We were kind of just hanging out and talking. And we just again we went our separate ways. But there definitely was like that thing in the back of my mind. I'm like I can feel a motherfucker lying. Those fuckers, that's funny. So and and as I as I was leaving to go back to the mainland to go back to Long Beach, I put them both in a group chat and I texted them, like, listen, I don't know what the dynamic is here, but this is what's up. And I just told them yeah. exactly the same story as I told you. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, God, I just want to be a fly on the wall in the conversation after you left. <laughs> you leave, they have to talk about it. Yeah, I, do, I don't know whatever happened there. I blocked both their numbers, but I forgot that I friended Randy on Facebook. Uh-huh. And he actually, um, for about a year or two, would text me, Hey, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? When are you coming back? <laughs> I need me some Leo. <laughs> I guess I'm like, damn, That's and funny. and like they, these guys were 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 older than me too. Like I was 18 at the time; they were at least like 30. Jesus Christ. Well, it's not that bad. At least I was 19. Not that I, bad. That's I, a huge difference. Listen, it's not as bad as the time when I dated a 32 year old Marine when I was 19. Wow. I was ready to fucking move in with him and move to, like I said earlier, move to Maryland uh-huh. after only a month of being together. <laughs> what happened there? Oh, it was a whole, it was a whole thing. It was bad. We got into a fight because I, at the time, I didn't know that he was moving so suddenly. Oh, okay. And yeah, it was just kind of one thing after another. We let our emotions get the better of us. It's a Marine though. It's hot. God. Super buff. Oh, he was like arguably the best lay I ever had. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, like, buff. The funniest part was he was a bottom. Oh, really? He was a, yeah, he was, a, he was submissive as fuck. It's, as fuck? He was submissive as fuck. Oh. He had, like, the military great handcuffs. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so, he was, like, to- he was, like, much bigger than me. And he, I'm like, you want me to top you? I'm sorry. <laughs> what? That's not how this goes. So, my curiosity, again, gets the best of me. I do like to discuss that kind of stuff because I don't know anything about it, obviously. Um, But if anything's too personal, feel free to tell me to stop. I'm an open book. So are you exclusively a top or bottom or do you go back and forth? I go back and forth. I was for a while a top because I had this very weird power complex. Like I needed to have or be in charge. I needed to be in charge of the situation. 
Oh, so that's interesting. It's not really just about what you're getting or receiving. It's about, like, a power thing. It really was for a long time. And I found the reason behind that was because I wasn't comfortable sleeping with these people. Like, I... Because to be a bottom, you're really vulnerable, right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. But now that I'm with, like, the partner that I have now, I'm actually... I've found, like, I kind of like being a bottom now. I like being submissive. Right. I don't, I don't always feel like I have to have my guard up or I have to, like, you know, look out at the door or something. Did you ever come across, like, a guy that, like, refused to be a bottom or top? Like, it does, does it ever not work out because of that? Sometimes it like, does. Because you don't know, right? You're not, like, at the bar, like, hey, I'm a top. Are you at the bottom? Like, you'd actually be or surprised. Or is that how that you'd, works? You'd be, well, so... Because I, I figured often, you'd have to check first. So, <laughs> more, more often than not, these hookups, they always consisted uh, through Grinder. Right. And on Grinder, it it asks you for your position. Oh, really? It, 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 it asks, are you a top, a bottom, or are you versatile? Wow, so it does kind of match... That's crazy. Yeah, because I always thought to myself, like, how sucky would that be? Like, you like the guy, you're into the guy, you're kissing, you take him home from the bar, and then you guys are like a square peg in a round hole or something. It's like, okay, <laughs> uh, I guess we can't do this. Never mind. Or would you just do, like, maybe, like, oral or something if that's the case? That usually, I think that it just ends in, like, having oral sex mm. or whoever is more comfortable being the top would do it. No, that's interesting, because I would think it would be who's ever more comfortable being the bottom. I feel like the bottom's harder to do. And it's surprising, because... So, <laughs> this says the straight man. Well, so, and, and honestly, I thought that for a while as well. Uh-huh. I'm not going to lie. I thought that for a while as well. And then as I kind of started, like, learning how to be a bottom, it's really like, well, now I just want to be a bottom, because I don't have to put in all that work. Right, that's the angle, too. Like, <laughs> I get that a lot in heterosexuality, like... Why am I doing all the work here? <laughs> right. Can I lay down for a minute? Like, oh, yeah, I know. And that's how, I, that's how I'm with my boyfriend. I feel so bad for him because I'm such a lazy fuck when it comes to our sex life. Actual lazy fuck? Oh, my God, it is. I'm just laying there. I'm just like, all right, go. Beat your best time. <laughs> I'm so actually with a stopwatch. And go. <laughs> Come on. I got macaroni boiling. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> we got things to do here. <laughs> Yeah, because that kind of stuff, I, I I fancy myself one of the most curious people, and it's not, it's never malicious or bad, or I just fucking have to know. And once I get something in my head that I don't know, and I can figure out, like, oh man, it drives me crazy. <laughs> but it's a really bad way to live, though, because a lot of people think you're being invasive. Uh-huh. Like, for instance, like, how much, like, uh, our boss at work, Laisha, like, how much money she makes... I'm dying to know. <laughs> Not because I'll up and quit if she makes more than me or because I don't think she deserves how much she makes or whatever. I just really want to fucking know. And I can never know. And if I ask, I look like the asshole. <laughs> it's funny because I'm not going to lie. I think about that sometimes too. I'm like, I wonder how much Laisha and like Nathan or in like some of the leads make. Uh-huh. Not as much as you think. I'll tell you that. Really? But um, it's funny because that curiosity, it hits me a lot with gay people and I've only once gotten to uh, one of my best friends. I, lo- I love the fact that as soon as you say gay people, my phone just starts going off. Is that Grinder? No. <laughs> a couple of hits from Grinder coming up. They heard me talking about them. They're like, ooh, Leo's a bottom now. I'm going to this guy. <laughs> Swiping right this time. But um, my good friend uh, Johnny, he, he and my other good friend Rudy, they're gay. They're, they're married now. They're the best people ever. 
That's so funny. I dated a guy named Rudy at once. Oh, really? Total flaming oh, queer. Not the same Rudy, though. I mean, there definitely still is, like, some struggles as a gay man. Like, you, you would encounter, even nowadays, with, you know, how you know, accepting everyone is, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're still going to find yourself in some situations. I, I did when I was, uh, when I was out in downtown Huntington beach during, what was that thing? The, uh, the U S open, mm-hmm. you know, the, the whole like surfing event. Mm-hmm. I was down there with one of my, uh, my, one of my partners at the time and we, we were holding hands waiting for the crosswalk and there's, you know, again, it's the U S open. Everyone's trashed. Right. Yeah. You know, everyone's down there. They're drinking, having fun, yeah. and this guy actually throws an empty beer bottle uh-huh. at me and my boyfriend. That's crazy. And he's <sighs> like, "What the fuck?" Like my boyfriend's freaking out. Mm-hmm. And for me at the time, because I was still in that moment of just like I'm, I still have all this rage in me from when I was still pretending to be someone I wasn't, I, that it really stuck with me. And sometimes I still find it that way. I, I, and I didn't even think twice picking it back up and throwing it at him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, I didn't even think twice about it. I literally, I picked it up from the ground. It was in pieces, grabbed the biggest piece I could find mm-hmm. and threw it back at him. Mm-hmm. We, That's we, crazy. we almost got in a fuck ton of trouble <laughs> yeah, well, until, until I told him like, Hey, we should run. Yeah, get out of here. That's crazy. Not my smartest move, but... (laughs) That's the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe, review, and share with a friend. Stay tuned for next week's episode when I interview the HR director from my work, Sarah. Thanks again for listening, and be kind to each other.